It's the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, Tina V. Hey, this is Tina V, and I'm the Over 40 Shorty. Over 40 Shorty. We're going to talk about love, life, aging, pain. But I can no longer eat all the sugar and carbs and all that and expect to still maintain a decent-looking body. Over 40 Shorty. Hormones, men, dating, friendships. I try not to judge my friends when they make decisions that I don't think I would if I were in that situation. Here's your over 40 shorty girl, Tina B. 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 Hey everyone, welcome to the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, me, Tina B. We're talking about a lot of things, a lot of things that go on in my life as an over 40 shorty. Today though, we're going to take it and we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious. Um, There has been a lot of violence in the world lately. I kind of feel some kind of way about it. I'm trying to stay strong and optimistic just with the news and, you know, the Pittsburgh killing in the synagogue, the Boygan shot in the high school in North Carolina, the African-American man and woman that got killed at the Kroger in, I believe that was what, South Carolina. In light of all of that, I'm starting to think a little bit more about my mortality. And so I was talking with a couple of friends in the salon and around the way. And I just thought I would this would be a good time to talk about the violence and how it affects and how it makes you feel and makes me feel actually and and others Uh, specifically a couple of things that bother me is I'm scared for the safety of my son. As you all know, I have a 19 year old son, Amir. He works. He works at night and he's young and youthful and wants to get out and have fun. And I want him to have fun. But it scares me when he goes out and I kind of find myself obsessing about it. And as well, like the other day, you know, I was in Starbucks and you know, every time a white person, a white man walked in, I'm looking him up and down, like making sure like what you going to do? Don't act crazy up here today, you know, scouting out the exits. So um, today on my show, I have two very special guests. Number one is I do have Amir because I want to get his his input on it. You want to say, hey, Amir, I'm here and I ain't never left. These teenagers, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop even when they're almost 20. Then I also have a good friend in the in the studio. His name is Ron. He's an over 40 shorty in the male spectrum. And he, he is an adult. He has a two daughters. Um, he works and we kick it a lot. We have a lot of we have a lot of fun together. And I thought it would be good to get his perspective. Shout Ron, you want to say Ron. something? What's up, y'all? He's trying to act shy. Yeah, so that's all Ron. you want to say is what's up. Shout out to Ron. You know, this this is a whole nother topic. Shout out to Ron for being <laughs> It is. It is. Okay. So just to get started, you know, like I said, the violence is scaring me. Um, A couple years ago, I had uh, researched guns and gun classes and took a gun class with the Armed Citizens of Georgia. Shout out to them. They were great. And it it taught me a lot about the stand your ground laws, gun. You know, I really wanted to learn a little bit more about gun safety. And then I also wanted to get comfortable using a gun. You know, the violence has always been, but it just hasn't been as much now. But as as it started back then, it was getting worse. I decided that I want, since I was going to have a thinking about having a gun in the house, it was good to have Amir attend that class with me as well so that he would be um, aware of the gun safety and how to handle a gun. And so I um, went and took those classes. Amir and I took the class at first. Amir didn't want to take the class as, as I didn't my first time. But once he got near, I he thought he was Rambo. Legit. He thought he was Rambo. Got drugged to this class. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> we will. We will. Then on the other side of it, Ron 
is a law-abiding, gun-carrying, toting, gun-toting citizen. So I thought that was another reason why I chose him to participate in this conversation. So, again, let me just start with me. I'm scared. Right now, I'm scared. I'm thinking about going ahead and getting that gun. I never did purchase the gun. Um, but right now, I'm thinking... I want to have it and and carry it around with me, but I'm scared. I don't, you know, I really, I, I don't ever want to be put in a position, and I'm sure a lot of people don't, I don't ever want to be put in a position where I could take somebody's life. But, you know, I would like to think that if that situation was to occur and I did have a gun, that I would react appropriately and, you know, defend myself and not basically shit my pants and freeze and end up dead. Since Ron is a gun-toting citizen what are your thoughts on that um as far as you know how do you feel i know you feel very secure when you carry your gun i'm thinking do you feel safe yeah i have to say i do feel much safer safer than i would if i didn't have a gun or any type of weapon the thing about having a weapon is you have to understand that there is a great set of responsibility that must be maintained when you have a weapon you can't just go out there and purchase one at your local gun shot and think that's going to solve your issue. You got to have training. I had a gun for over 10 years and I've had training, scenario training, so that when a particular situation might arise, I might be more apt to react appropriately in that situation. It's funny that you say that because in the gun classes that Amir and I took, we had similar training. And let me tell you, even though it was fake, it scared the crap out of us, you know, having that assailant chasing us, you know, coming at us. And you, you only have, what do they say, 2.5 seconds to pull out your gun, your weapon to defend yourself. Do you think that you would be able to do that if a perpetrator was running up on you, Ron? Yeah, um, you know, I, I believe in donations. So I will happily give away um, 22 cent per bullet to someone if they want to be the recipient of it. Yes, indeed, I will. Um, I give them five dollars if necessary. Um, See, and that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. I'm not sure I'm there. What do you think that you did? Do you continuously take training to make sure that you have that feel because that adrenaline, you know, that excitement. So do you take classes, you know, constantly going to the gun? I know people go constantly, you know, my my sister husband Sean he goes to the gun range on the regular mm-hmm. and do you do you feel like the need to do that as well I mean the gun range is going to hone your skills as far as a steel target or even some gun, gun ranges with moving targets but it's much different when you get in a situation that is a bit precarious and you got to pull that weapon out and pull the trigger on some flesh and blood right, so right, that's right. why I said scenario training is, is much more valuable in that sense yeah you want to get comfortable with your weapon fire your weapon be accurate in different situations it's not going to be perfect you're not going to stand up and have time to put on your headgear so you don't mess your ears up and (laughs) fire the weapon and and the lighting is going to be just right it's not going to be like that so it's very important that if you get a weapon in your house the members of your family you don't need to necessarily hide it from them You need to train your family with that weapon so they know where it is in case something happens. Exactly. And and what are we supposed to do? And that goes along with identifying yourself if you come in the house. Right. um, Because I don't know if you've you've heard, but they've had several situations in which a party um, comes into the house. It's a family member or a friend that they've 
and they shot they shot them. yeah i think they had something similar in our gun classes mm-hmm. where they told us to do uh kind of like a fire drill where we would reenact like somebody's coming in the house and how we would maneuver ourselves and get that gun remember that amir yeah i remember and a lot of it was they were talk, trying to train us on muscle memory so they had us repeatedly you know going through and having the same situation so that one, if it did happen god forbid in real life that we would be familiar and be able to pull out that weapon soon. Well, I know we're having a lot of gun talk here. Uh, This is the Over 40 Shorty podcast with your host, me, Tina B. And I'm talking to my friend Ron, as well as my son, Amir, about the things that I've been thinking about buying a gun uh, with the, the increased awareness of violence. I'm not sure if it's more violence or just that I'm more aware of the violence. Either way, it's making me nervous and scared. And I'm really considering, again, going and getting a conceal and carry license as well as a gun and going to additional training for both Amir and myself. God forbid we're ever put in a situation that we are well prepared. So I want to just bring this back a little bit. So I have my child, Amir. Ron has two daughters. Thinking about the increased violence that we're seeing and it, it seems to be closer to home. I know me I, for one, I really worry about Amir out there in those streets. Number one, he's a black young male, so we we see that continuously, you know, the harassment by the police. And then you have the other um, issues like uh, at the salon the other day, they were talking about it's gang initiation time and things of that nature. And it scares the shit out of me. Just, you know, to be frank, to speak frankly about it. I wondered if Ron, you as the father of two daughters around the same age as Amir, how do you feel about that? Many times I have to say that I think about them when you have certain occurrences um, happening in the the news. I mean, social media um, sometimes takes things for a different world on it. We know that news is shocking when you have a person get murdered that is around the age of like family or friends or if there's a mass murder like they just had at the synagogue. You know, it's a lot of people in this world. Yeah. Um, I tell them that you're going to be confronted with a lot of situations. The only thing that you can do is be prepared right. in some events. A lot of it has to do with prevention. You know, um, some of these situations that you're in, you can't do anything about. It's hard to accept that, but you can't do anything about it. If somebody's going to go out there and initiate some type of criminal act upon you. You're going to have to take it, unfortunately. But, you know, when you have kids, I definitely speak for you. You want to protect them as much as you can. And sometimes it's information that might be more powerful than any gun, knife, sword, or hand grenade that you could ever give them. I agree. So with that being said, we do have one of the young ones on the line. So, Amir, what do you what are your what are your thoughts on this? Are you scared? How do you view it? I mean, am I am I do you think I'm overreacting? Do you think we're overreacting or do you think that you're well prepared enough out here in these streets to, you know, just be aware, don't be on your phone all the time. You know, look, you know, look at your surroundings. You know, I tell you that kind of stuff. How do you feel about it? I feel like I'm not nervous. Like, if it come down to it, I want to be able to go pop the trunk on somebody if I got to, too. Like, I don't want to just be in a situation to where I can't defend myself. Like, 
that's that's just not a right. situation that you want to be so in. I don't think that you should be having a, a gun on your hip or whatever. You know, like I don't care if you got license or not, because if you're scared to use it, then what's the point of you having it? Right. That's my whole point. I'm not gonna get now. now let me be clear. I'm not gonna be a gun-toting female citizen without. I just feel like you too scared. Preparation. This is my thing for you. If you don't have any fear, why do you feel the need to want to carry because a gun? Because there's people I in about being scared of a. It's of about a being gun. prepared. It's about being prepared. Like, gotcha. You don't like. I don't care. You ain't popping no trunk, Amir. Man, of course I'm not you, popping you, the trunk. I go to jail. You already know. Exactly. My I point exactly. The popping of the trunk like, makes me saying, sound like no, premeditated. Like, when I say pop the trunk, I mean like. Okay. I had a scenario in my head. Like, let's say I'm in the parking lot and. There's just like random gunfire nowhere. I'm ju- I'm dropping to the floor, of course. Of and I'm course. gonna try to get to my car as soon as I can. Now, if somebody's chasing me with a gun, and I have like the ability to to grab mine, whether it be in the car or whatever, to defend myself. I'm doing that. Like I might, Absolutely. I might, you should. Like, I might you like, and, and that may be against the law. Though. I don't know. Great. I don't know. Like that may be against the law. To like, okay, you can't do that. I don't really care. Like, if somebody coming at me with a gun. And you have to care though a little my, bit, Amir. It, it, it's between me and them. Oh, it's, it's right, me. All right, but listen, listen to what I'm saying, hun. I'm getting mommy mode on you. Number one, Mm-mm. there are certain laws that you have to follow when you have a Which gun, and they're there for you. Not not only your protection, but other people that are in your vehicle's protection. You are a young black male. Number one, there's a likelihood, a higher likelihood of you being pulled over by the police. Now, if they pull you over and look in your car and and see a gun illegally, you know, uh, concealed in an illegal manner. If somebody's coming at me, I don't care about, like, I don't care about firing back at nobody. Bottom line. So bottom line, you just want to be prepared. That's That's all. That's that's what I want to get to. Ain't nobody talking about thugging it out. I know. Okay, I know but, but the way it came across, it sounded kind of like thugging it I'm out. Not, I'm not. I'm not even let me. Talking a, about okay, that. so hold on. Let me ask Ron. Did it sound like thugging? Thugging out? You know, because I'm the mother. I, you know, I, I zone into some other things. Did it sound like thug? He was gonna thug it out. It sounded like he was trying to be a rough rider to me. There but, you but, go. but listen, but you know, in Amir's defense, when you say popping the trunk, I got, I got to I got to think of it as. Yeah. What you said, Amir. I can't say, oh, that's a metaphor. That's a simile. That's, right. It, uh-huh. it doesn't. I got to take it for everything that you're saying in the literal sense. Because right. that's that's where training and the laws come into effect. You got to know that in certain situations, you just discharge your firearm. I had somebody that stole from me. I had them within my sights and I could have shot in their vicinity. But you could. But I had to realize the that yeah, they are leaving. Yeah. Right, they turn it back. They're in the vehicle. And they're leaving the scene. Right. I gotta know. Don't think about men in society, boys in the hood, New Jack right. City, and don't right. fire that firearm. That's and too hold old, back Ron. On. You gotta say something new. You gotta say something new. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Some of you to him. Yeah, that, know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's like, that's like, that, that's like older than a meal, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's right. Okay. So this is the Over Forty Shorty Podcast with your host Tina B, and I'm sitting here having a candid conversation with my friend Ron, as well as my son Amir. And we're talking about uh, possibly purchasing a gun. Amir had a lot to say about the purchase of a gun. And we have come to the conclusion that we're pretty much 
in need of some additional education, gun education specifically, um, as well as a lot of practical training. So um, this has been a very good conversation with the two of them. This is only a part one. So we're going to continue this conversation next week in part two, where I talk a little bit more to Ron as a fellow parent and how we discuss these issues with our kids and specifically how Ron's daughters have reacted to the information that he uh, gives to them as far as conducting themselves in a manner, a safe manner, no matter where they are and how that applies to purchasing a gun. Until next week, I look forward to hearing your feedback and as usual, be blessed. The Over 40 Shorty. Produced and edited by Reggie Fine Virtual Studios, Dallas, Texas. Executive producer, Tina B. Catch all of the Over 40 Shorty podcast with Tina B. On iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Facebook, and all of your social media outlets. The Over 40 Shorty. Part of the Tina B. Network. <laughs>